Noah Alvarez here with another episode of the Podfathers podcast. The date is January 11th. Happy New Year if you haven't already been told so as 2019 has got off to a great start. I do want to give a quick shout out to the Pulse Podcast Network for bringing us on board and now you'll be able to listen to the Podfathers podcast on their website as well. We're continuing to expand here which is awesome. Like I said, 2019 off to a great start. Now, this podcast that we're about to play after I'm done speaking, it's going to be a lot different from the other podcasts that we have here at the Podfathers. The question I want you to have in the back of your mind while listening to this podcast is what drives you? I bring along a friend of mine, Michael Harlan is his name, and we talk about a series of things, things surrounding motivation, drive, building a foundation, kind of setting a goal, working towards that goal, and achieving that goal. It's a fun conversation. It's something we don't typically do here at the Podfathers. But like I said, I'm trying to expand, get you guys some new content to listen to. And I think it's a it's a fun conversation. I think it turned out to be a lot better than I intended to. So I hope you guys have fun listening to it. As always, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So be sure to like, share, follow us, and leave us a review. Tell us what you think obviously and tell new listeners what you think too that's the best way to get new listeners and we can continue to expand here at the podfathers again i'm noah alvarez and i hope you enjoy the conversation i had with michael harlan all right so first thing i wanted to ask you it's been a while since i've seen you and kind of connected with you and stuff like that but like what you've been up to recently a lot recently man got a lot going on um so I got a little side hustle that I do. I don't like, well, not a side hustle, it's a side business um, right now that me and my buddy Johnny Alvarez, if you guys know him, I went to high school with him. What we do is uh, direct response marketing. So like kind of everyone in this digital advertising age is switching over to you, where they actually place their ads, you know, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. YouTube, a lot of content creation and stuff like that um, and consulting. So. We're kind of in that realm right now. We work a lot with restaurants um, and chiropractors. Those are like our two main niches that we do right now. We're looking to get a little bit more involved with like the e-commerce space of things, which is cool. And then uh, something else that I'm doing is it's for free, but I'm an intern at a place called Sports One Marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, someone I'm really inspired by is the CEO there. His name is David Meltzer. You guys should definitely check him out. I got offered the opportunity to go do an internship over there. and. I didn't even really think about it. I didn't know what the position was and it's unpaid and it's 26 hours a week. So mm-hmm. it kind of takes a lot away from what I'm doing on like my, um, I call it my side hustle, but it's really my main hustle, but it takes a lot of time from away from there, but it's just a good opportunity to get placed in some new places, meet some new people and open up a lot more opportunities just from, you know, mm-hmm. getting in there and getting after it. So what are some of those things that you're doing in the internship? Cause I've seen your Instagram feed and it's changed a lot over the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, so what are some of those things that you're learning over there at the internship? Yeah. So, you know, no, when we, when I go back, to kind of, it, I got a big mindset shift, and it's because there's two types of taxes that you could pay. Mm-hmm. You could pay the dummy tax, which is you make all the wrong experiences yourself, and you have to go through and you have to learn the hard way of things, is so they would call it. Or you could just pay attention to what other people are doing and then learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, I was always a person that always put myself in the dummy tax of things. So it took me a lot of experiences to to kind of get to where I am. High school given, you know, I, I realized that there was a time that just came that I had to just change everything, that I was going down in a bad spot. 
and I know this is off the question, but I it's just more so responding to how you say my 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 feed and my and everything is changing. It's because my mindset has completely shifted. At this internship, mainly what I do, so um, Dave has a big personal brand. He does a lot of speaking engagements. He creates a lot of content for Instagram, like paid ads. His main thing right now is just trying to grow his brand because he wants to empower as many people as he can. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I help him on the advertising side of things, like with his Facebook page, his Instagram ads, kind of like creating like a place where we can get people to see his content and then subscribe to his podcast, subscribe to his YouTube channel, um, just so he can continue to reach more people on like a daily basis type thing. So that's kind of my main focus with um, what I'm doing over there at the internship right now. You mentioned a mindset change. Was it kind of like one particular instance where you had a your mindset change or was it kind of a series of events that kind of led to you to changing the mindset? Yeah, that's a good question. It was a little bit of a series of events, but there was one thing that really just kind of hit it, you know, and it was probably about a year and a half or two years after high school. I was just making, you know, I was going to the bars all the time, was mm -hmm. making good money, but was just spending it all, um, was getting in a little bit of trouble here and there. But, you know, and I hate to talk about it, it's not, yeah. and, um, there was this chick I was dating back in the day, her name was Sam, um, and she was a good girl, and I was just fucking around, man, like, I would always tell people, or her, especially, like, of all these dreams and ambitions that I had, but it wasn't backed by work ethic, mm -hmm. it wasn't backed by action, it was just backed by words, and it just got to a point where I was putting my, the wrong priorities in front of my main, the things that should have been a priority, and she broke up with me and it was it was really devastating for me because i thought like everything was so clear picture like this mm -hmm. was going to be the girl you know and when things happen like when it happened it was uh very hard for me at the beginning and it took a, a long time for me to kind of like regroup myself but i kind of just realized through everything that it was my fault mm -hmm. like i just really took accountability for what happened and that was kind of when the mindset shifts kind of ch changed is because i was like dude like this is your, all your fault, you know what I mean? Like, you need to kind of switch things up and be about your shit. Like, the way that you treat people, the way that you treat yourself and love yourself, the way that you, your habits that you have, the, the way you take accountability for things, your ego needs to shrink, you know? Like, that was a that was a, the tipping point. Not just in, like, mindset to want to be an entrepreneur, but just a mindset to want to be a better person mm -hmm. was the main shift. Because, to be honest, there was, that's what I needed to build my foundation off is, is I know a lot of people have ambitions to want to make a lot of money. They want to create their own set success, abundance, and things like that. But it all starts with the foundation. Right. If you if you, everything comes at you too quickly, um, or you need pace to be able to deploy patience, you have to have that base foundation that is kind of holding you together. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? And that's these. That was what it first started out with me was being able to start to rebuild that base foundation of things of how to have an ego, how to deploy humility, how to be empathetic towards people. And I say that, like, I still make mistakes to this day. Right. You know, I, I still have trouble sometimes with ego or I still have times with deploying humility. But the thing that I've noticed is everyone does. And mm -hmm. I've been around and I've had the ability to be around some big people. But what the difference is, is just about being able to bring yourself back to center quicker. Mm -hmm. Like when you get angry, it's about not letting it spiral out of control to a point where, you know, really bad things are getting said and people are getting hurt it's just about okay acknowledging that you're angry let it go for a second and then just let it flow let it flow then let it go is what i mean you know mm -hmm. so that that's been like the, one of the biggest um that was the biggest mindset change for me was when that happened and then um since then man it's just been really about just really growing and really taking personal development super seriously about you know where i want to go with my goals and stuff like that so yeah mm -hmm. so you mentioned 
other people basically everyone has goals everyone has ambitions everyone has dreams to do certain things but like you said a lot of people lack that foundation do you think a lot of people in our generation like millennials they call it do you think our generation kind of struggles with that because of outside factors whether it be pressures to social media pressures from older generations do i feel like there's a lot of people that have dreams and especially in our small circles i feel like i know a lot of people that have ambitions but they don't do the things necessary to get there yeah. do you think that's a, a societal problem with our generation or you think that's just kind of individual and there's just a lot of people struggling with that i think it's it's on both structures of things i i think it's messed up because people are very judgmental mm-hmm. people will never see you for the opportunities and the potential that you have but mm-hmm. they're always going to see you for your weaknesses and so you know when you get on social media and the amount of people that can you just are exposed to that are saying negative things about what you want to do. You know, it sucks because people are so formed by other people's opinions. Yeah. And it's just the fact of the matter. People will say that it's not, but I think at the end of the day, a lot of people out there aren't really doing what they want to do because mm-hmm. they're just sitting because they're like, fuck, man, my mom's going to say this or my best friend's not going to fuck with it. And like, they're holding themselves back. Like they're, they're being this fake person on social media or wherever platform it is or whatever in real life. But the real them is just slowly rotten inside. And Mm -hmm. and it kills me too. Mm -hmm. I just think the main thing comes down to people are just really scared to take that initial leap. And I think it comes down to a couple things. It it takes time to get to where you want. There there are people who do jump into what they want to start doing. But then they start doing it for two months, three months. And they don't see it start to really bang like how they thought it would. Mm -hmm. So then they just give up on it. They don't deploy enough patience. They need to understand like you got to live in the dirt for a little bit. You know what I mean? They want that instant gratification. It's instant gratification. And that's what social media brings is they see their friends. They see other people who are on social media posting pics with jets and nice cars and shit. And I think so many people get distracted by what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. They think other people's winnings is taken away from their winnings. Right. But in a fact, that's not. The world is abundant. You know what I mean? But they're taking away from other people's winnings. I just think that a lot of people, like, like, just to go back to it, are just they're scared to take that initial jump. It, it, it takes patience. It takes, it takes a lot of momentum. You know that that push that you need to finally jump over to the bridge and just commit mm-hmm. to what you're doing. It takes a lot because think about it. You know, we're told by our parents of what we should be from a young age. Mm-hmm. We're told from our friends who we should be from a young age. Teachers. Our coaches, teachers, and things like that. It's almost like you're pre-programmed to be someone that you really don't know if you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, breaking all that, you know, what I, what you would want to call maybe wiring or whatever, resetting your programs, it takes a lot of work to mm-hmm. in, in that mindset shift. Like, no, I've been at this thing, like, trying to do my own entrepreneur thing for about, like, a year and a half, two years now. Mm-hmm. And, like, to be honest, it hasn't gone the way that I've wanted to yet. I've made right. progress, but things just take a lot of time to get in, you know. If I didn't have the right mindset and the right foundation if to where it is now, I would have quit. Right. Just because... I want that in I would have wanted that instant gratification yeah I, I didn't I didn't have the understanding of things that it would take time like there would go months that you wouldn't make money and then you would work for free mm-hmm. um, and people would treat you like shit and when you like trying to interact with people they would just laugh at what you're trying to do and stuff like that but if I didn't have that foundation and that's where like I'm saying everything starts it has to start with the foundation <laughs> before you get into what you want to do so I think a lot of people should just take the time to really deploy self-awareness mm-hmm. i think that like that's what it comes down to too you really got to know what you want and know who you are and know what your strengths are on the inside and that was a big big benefit for me was just knowing who the fuck i wanted to be and knowing who who i really you know what my strengths and everything were so mm-hmm. yeah that's what i kind of like about our generation 
you know, you mentioned like teachers, you know, our parents and other societal pressures kind of want us or program us to do a different thing through schooling and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people in our generation, we challenge that kind of authority. We want to do different things. Like I know a lot of friends that want to go on different ventures, but like you said, we kind of lack that uh, foundation. That's something I struggled with too. When I graduated from college, I came back. I like I kind of expected a job right away, like in my industry, kind of at least an internship. And I really struggled to do so without kind of putting that work in. And, you know, after like kind of hitting a rock bottom, maybe six months after graduating, I started the podcast. I started, you know, I put my name out for an internship and that's what I did last um, semester at Fullerton College with the athletic program. But yeah, I agree. Like it's tough. Sometimes we do want that instant gratification. We we have a dream and we expect it to kind of like happen right away. Bang, bang. But there is a lot of failures and rocky roads and stuff like that and if you truly are passionate you got to find out like your reason why yeah and And what i always say too is great things come out of little spaces Mm -hmm. like this podcast look we're here in my room Mm -hmm. like you didn't say like to start a podcast i need my own podcasting room i need this and this and all this technical equipment you just got a computer bought a mic and said i'm going to start doing a podcast Mm -hmm. and then from there it's going to grow and continue to grow and grow and grow as long as you keep pursuing it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like Disney was founded out of a garage. Apple was founded out of a garage. The mm-hmm. Wright brothers built their stuff out of like on an airstrip way in like a small little garage. You mm-hmm. know, like things come, great things come out of good spaces. But in like we were saying before the podcast started, it's just about imperfect action. Is people think things need to be all in a line. They they think they need to, needs to be absolutely perfect, the right moment for them to start. Mm-hmm. When truly the right moment to start is right fucking now yeah you know what i mean like you just got to get started and create that momentum you know for yourself to keep going but yeah don't get caught imperfect action that is literally the foundation of what everything me mm-hmm. it's just imperfect action like i don't think too much about things i just do it mm-hmm. and then from doing it from the experience then i'm just gonna learn that was one of the main reasons why i dropped out of school mm-hmm. was because um I thought school was going to make me this big business guy, like super smart type of person. And that's, I needed a degree to start a business mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And sitting there, I was just like, dude, what the fuck is this going to help me with? You right. know what I mean? And I just said, fuck this pretty much, you know? Mm-hmm. And I went, I started a business with a, a friend beforehand and just doing business after business after business to kind of see how things were. And I'll admit, I put down things too, you know? I tried to start to do a clothing brand and I, we were at it for a little bit and then we quit on it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I've learned a lot through each experience that I've that I've done, but it's the, it's the actual just doing the business that has been the best business school teacher for me about just actually learning the shit mm-hmm. on my own, going through my own failures, making my own decisions and stuff like that has been the best thing for me. Yeah, I think a lot of people go to college and uh, there's a lot of societal pressures to go to college and you need a college degree to go places and like kind of like you said whether it's business or be it there is some instances where like to become a doctor you do need a degree or to become uh, i don't know uh electrician you do need a, a degree yeah. or something like that but uh or engineering and such and such like that but i found that in too in college because i really didn't know what i was going to do but I had that outside pressure, at least from my parents. You got to go to college and get a degree. But while I was there, I kind of found my passion for sports. And I actually, like, I felt like I didn't learn that much in the classroom. And it was those outside settings. When I interned for the radio station on campus, when I um, interned for the newspaper on campus, when I started doing those things, I started realizing those are the things I like doing. And I got, like, full-on hands experience. And I learned more in those things that I ever learned in the classroom that will help me and benefit me later in life. And I made connections with those people that... Like I said, we'll connect you 
further in life than sometimes a professor may. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people go into the college with that mindset like, oh, college, like, and a lot of kids don't really know what they're going to do, but they expect, hey, if I spend my four or five years here, I'm going to get a degree and I'm going to immediately kind of be where I, right where I want to be with a full-time yeah. job that I like, that uh, I can raise a family with and that kind of stuff or travel the world. Yeah. Whatever their goal is without kind of finding themselves, finding a passion and finding a niche because I think if you don't find yourself, especially in college, you kind of just waste your time there. I know yeah. a lot of kids that kind of, you know, spend five to six to sometimes even seven, eight years that really still don't know what they want to do. And it's kind of sad to see because they're kind of just going through the motions at that point. Yeah, I agree. I have, let me say this, I have nothing against college, mm -hmm. nothing against college. Like for me, a lot of it came down to the decision of money you know mm -hmm. I, it, it was an expensive to want to go to you know, some of these colleges and the amount of financial debt that i was going to be taking myself in i just really wasn't all for it to yeah. be quite honest with you it just it, at the end of the day it didn't make sense for me to put myself in such a financial burden and come out when i could spend half the amount of money just trying to do my own businesses and stuff like that and mm -hmm. then just learn from more of a hands-on type of um atmosphere i think the best thing that i mean is just get to know as many people as you can. Mm -hmm. Like that, that uh, that's one of the good things about me is like, I feel like I just know a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's about like what you were saying, you know, like those people out of college were able to connect you better with something that your professors or people would. Mm -hmm. And it's the people that, that I've just put myself around in are literally the people who've got me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. Like being in the internship position, wouldn't it be if I didn't know someone, you know what I mean? Like being able to get several of our clients that we've gotten for the media business wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for the people that I knew that helped me get there, you know? Um, I think one thing that people are a lot of, like, are very afraid of is seeking out help. Mm -hmm. People don't like to ask for help. And I think that is a huge thing of being able, you when you look at someone like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs and stuff like this, yeah, you you say they're a self-made success, but mm -hmm. really there is no such thing as self-made. It takes a community of people to raise and help a person get to where they're going to go. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I think a big problem that people have is seeking out and asking for help. Mm -hmm. They, And, you know, I like how Dave puts this. He talks about having a giving value and having um, a receiving value. A lot of people... I mean, there's some people that are fucked up in both of them. Yeah. But there's some people who can give openly and abundantly. But when it comes time to receive and time come times for them to ask, their their ego gets in the way of things mm -hmm. because they feel like, oh, I don't need that from you. Like, I can go do it on my own. Or mm -hmm. I don't need to listen to this person. I'll figure it out on my own. Like, their ego gets in the way of them receiving the own blessings that are coming back to them. I believe things come in full circle. Right. You you put good out, you give without um, expectation and stuff like that. The universe just has a way of bringing things back to you. But if you don't open your arms and open your mind and open your heart to receive those new blessings and opportunities, it's just, it it's not going to help you. Yeah. And to tie into sports, kind of like there's coachable players and there's uncoachable players. Yeah. You could be as talented as you want. But if you're not going to kind of go with what the coach says and kind of take that input to become better, yeah. you're not only going to go so far. Yeah, I agree completely. So I noticed on Instagram, you do a lot of live videos. You do a lot of motivational speaking. And motivational speaking has always kind of been big, especially with social media and platform and YouTube and stuff like that. It seemed to grow a lot more. Do you feel like a lot of this, like just people in general need that motivational speaking to kind of get up off the couch and kind of chase their dreams. Do you think that's a huge market for that? Yeah, maybe if I could just be like the little the little push button that just gets them to start 
maybe wanting to pick up that book or wanting to listen to that audio book from someone or want to pick up that business book or just pushing them closer to who they want to be, that's great. To be honest with you, I hate the word motivation Mm -hmm. because it's so like motivated people don't become successful because motivation is like one day I can be motivated to make my bed and the next day I'm not. And it's just about creating a drive, I think, is Mm -hmm. what people um, are lacking. But motivation is the start to get that driven mentality. But the whole point of my Instagram, Noah, is, yeah, okay, I'm doing all these entrepreneurial things on the side, but that the main of what I really want to do is I want to be a life coach. Mm -hmm. I really just want to help people with their breakthroughs in life. Like that aha moment for people, like where they're just like, you know what, fuck this. Like, I'm just getting it now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if this guy could just get on a live video out of not, like, out of imperfect action doing him in his room like just with the vision of where he's going to get like i can start in the same spot uh, and i can get to something too where Mm -hmm. i can impact other people i think at the main core i think god just blesses you with this this one power that is not meant for you but meant for other people Mm -hmm. meant to impact others and for me personally i just think that is speaking Mm -hmm. um like with people and helping people so that i think it's cool that we have platforms like instagram podcasting and um facebook lives and youtube channels that where we are able to impact and reach people so like this these past couple months has been really just about me getting comfortable with things on there i am going to be switching it up a little bit though how i deliver my content i think i'm going to give it more like on a vlog type side Mm -hmm. more of a documentation side of things with a little bit of a mix of motivation and um inspiration and things like that but i think because at the end of the day the consumer is all that matters it's it, it's on uh, it's on the end message of who's receiving your message is how are they are how are, are they taking it mm-hmm. and i just don't want people to feel like with some of the mo- messages i put out that i think i'm better than other people mm-hmm. and i think maybe it's just with the aids group and you know people know me a little too well and know the shit that i've been through to be like who is this guy to come on a, like on this uh, on this live and tell me what he is doing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm discouraged from it I'm just understanding that okay if I really want to reach these people I have to come at it a different angle Mm -hmm. I can't come at it from like how they think it's me looking down upon them but me seeing eye to eye with them and how I can just relate what I've done through my life and what experiences I'm going through and what I'm doing and how they can relate to it in their own life to want them to kind of catch and get that motivation or that inspiration to start moving forward too but yeah I'm just really happy I've had people reach out say that they love the lives Mm -hmm. and you know I see people out they're like hey I saw your live video and that helps a lot like that literally means the world to me so Mm -hmm. that's something I'm definitely not going to stop um I'm going to be pushing that really hard and in 2019 I say 29 2018 was the year of placement like it was about a year of me just placing myself within the right opportunities mm-hmm. and I think 2019 is just gonna be my year of just growth like actually like really getting the the ball just snowball effect rolling down of mm-hmm. you know income happiness and I, I'm, I'm a happy person but of course we always have things that mm-hmm. we want to get to that we think will make us more happier but right. really won't but material things and such you know maybe not material things sure you know but more just like i guess if anything what you could call status Mm -hmm. you just want to be that person like that's known as who's able to execute on a plan Mm -hmm. is at the end of the day i just want to be known as that person who had a plan and was able to execute on it Mm -hmm. so yeah going back to what you were saying that how some people you know kind of think of you as your live videos talking down to them i think that's part of what you were saying earlier to tie it back is people are afraid to reach out for help and their egos can kind of get in the way yeah. to where they want don't want to accept help. I think 
the my my strongest attribute lately probably the past year that I've developed is using construct constructful criticism really well mm -hmm. I think I'm a person who at, at the beginning and especially like maybe right after high school and junior college and got on my way to four-year university I was kind of like scared to hear what other people thought of me yeah. but you don't grow that way I think you constantly need people and like whether it's a life coach or a coach or a mentor or any kind of person you need outside people to kind of have their input and you need to be able to kind of take that criticism without getting offended without your ego getting hurt and you just need to really grow for it because I think some people there are truly people that want to help you out there yeah. like you or like a like I had a intern the mentor in my internship at Fullerton College there are people who do really want to look out for you and you know help you improve into what you want to do but you got to be it starts with you you got to be able to be able to take that criticism and kind of use it productively and go out and change those things yeah a lot of it is just awareness i think what people can immediately start to do to start creating change in their life is look at who you're hanging out around with mm -hmm. like that was one of the biggest paradigm shifts for me is i was hanging around people that were at the bars every night mm -hmm. who were smoking a bunch of weed and not that i have anything against weed like oh man like i smoke it from time to time too you know um, but everything has to be in balance with priorities in the front of what you're really trying to do mm -hmm. and when i made that first that friendship group is was a big one for me too because who you are around the most what the fuck are they feeding your brain right like are they feeding you positive things or are they feeding you things of bullshit drama what's going on with this and that and mm -hmm. things that don't really matter to you things per se. that don't matter you know so i really and this sucked dude because i'm a social person the first thing i did was stay the fuck alone Mm -hmm. Like I really just separated myself from everyone and just spent a lot of time on my own to kind of figure out who I was and what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to hear the outside chatter. I kept it in on my own self. Um, I, so I think that's, that's something that people can instantly start to do right away is just cut some of those friends out that aren't feeding you and you know mm -hmm. who they are, but we just feel so, and I don't want to say loyal because it's not the right word, but we come from a place of but who's going to be my next friend? Mm -hmm. You know, I can't, what, if I leave this person, I'm going to be all alone and this and that. And mm -hmm. then, and it's just like things, it's all on a vibration of things. Fix yourself and start to change your own vibration of the way your frequency of life, how you are emitting yourself out there. And it's just like a radio station. The people who are on the same tune as you listening to the same and on the same frequency, they're all going to gravitate. Things, mm -hmm. things just work like that, man. I can't tell you how many times, like, I've just been out and about and just bumped into someone or like mm -hmm. what you would think is so by coincidence like and then you just end up meeting this person who just is on the same vibe as you that same frequency mm -hmm. and now you become great friends with them and like that's how just things happen you know is the universe works you just got to trust into it you really just got to trust the universe that it's abundant with happiness money knowledge and friendships and things like that it's just about fixing that inner game it all starts with the inner game mm -hmm. yeah. i think that's a challenge that a lot of people in our age group in the 20s young 20s maybe older teens because we go to school with these kids we see them every day and we try to hold on to those friendships and i know i had to kind of part way with friendships that i had you know from my time as a 16 through 20 year old a lot of the people that i used to hang out then i don't really hang out with now and it's kind of it is hard because a lot of people don't want to, like you said, kind of abandon their friends or they, they have that sort of loyalty because whether they've been friends for, you know, since young child, children and they've done, you know, growing up things with them and stuff like that. But it's true. The one you change your friend group, you see yourself kind of grow with them. Yeah. And I think you always need to change your friend group because to be honest, I don't think anyone is kind of born. Uh, very rare occasions are you born into 
a friend group or a circle that will take you to the places that you want to go. So sometimes you do need to branch out and lose friends. I think for me personally, moving to Sacramento and going to Cal State Sacramento after community college was like the best experience for me because I, I don't know, I just didn't have anything against my friends here at, at, in the home that it here that I made a lot home. Of new experiences that you were mm-hmm. that you knew you wouldn't be able to have with the friend group and everything right here exactly i had made i met more motivated individuals that were kind of interested in career paths that i was and it was kind of cool i still keep in touch with via group chat via social media i keep in touch keep in touch with a lot of people that have similar goals and it was kind of cool to meet people like that you just need to find and take that leap and sometimes jump from friend group to friend group and kind of help yourself grow by changing your friend group they say that you are the accumulation of the five people that you hang around the most so mm-hmm. I, I'm constantly saying, who am I around? Who am I around? And how can I bring myself around better people? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it manifestation's a real thing, you know what I mean? Like, yes, work hard, do all those things. But you, I think that everything is created two times. Once in your mind and the next in reality. You have to be able to visually see yourself walking the life and living the life that you want to live before you actually live it so it's first created in your mind and then next it's created in reality mm-hmm. so yeah i think people really need to just understand that they think what they think the most about is what they become you literally become what you think about so so going back to earlier you mentioned foundation what are kind of some of your daily rituals kind of routines that kind of helps you build that foundation and kind of keep that foundation because we all have bad days but our bad days can't stop of what our dreams are be so what are some of the things you do to help continue on to your goals gratitude's huge so for me a lot of the stuff i'm gonna say and it's my own i try to put my own little split on it but i'm not a person to reinvent the wheel like and i don't think a lot of people under understand what that really means like in a sales, when you go into a company, like, and you're doing, like, a sales script, have you ever heard them, like, don't try to reinvent the wheel, like, just stick to what mm-hmm. works, you know what I mean? Like, and I fully 100% believe that in business, like, um, or just in life in general, like, these people, like, when you look at Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Dave Meltzer, people like that, like, don't try to reinvent the wheel from what they're doing, you know what I mean? Like, these people, but there was people before them that they followed, and then they got mentored by, like, it's mm-hmm. years and years and hundreds of years of just something that's come by you know what i mean like thinking grow rich was written in 1901 and literally all these people's foundations is built off like stuff like that Mm -hmm. so for me it's gratitude every single morning i wake up i do like a meditation session for about 15 to 20 minutes really just thinking about like just gratitude i'm i'm really happy for where i am dude um i've come a long way and to be able to sit and you know, be asked to be on a podcast like this and be uh, having the opportunity to meet on other entrepreneurs and get connected. It's like, I wouldn't think four years ago or three years ago that I'd be where I am right now because mm-hmm. I was just in a dark spot. So it's a lot of gratitude. And of course you always have, like we were saying, you have dreams, aspirations to want more. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I think these, the world and all its materialism is here to enjoy but don't attach your happiness to it right you know i I don't attach my happiness to getting a rolls royce or getting a house on the beach like Mm -hmm. if it happens it happens if it doesn't you know it doesn't happen but i i just believe through hard work and things things will manifest when they're supposed to come maybe the timing is not when you want it to be and it always works on the universe time but it'll happen Mm -hmm. if you just stay consistent and persistent so gratitude is something huge that works for me um, and then accountability. I used to blame everyone and everything for my own problems mm-hmm. about 
you know, oh, we didn't have money for this, or, oh, it was you that fucked that up, or you did this and you did that. I was always so quick to point the finger, but, you know, and it's a sh- short, stupid saying, when you point the finger, you got three fingers pointing back yeah. at you. <laughs> so that was something that I changed a lot. And when I started to take accountability, and literally for everything in life, for everything I started to take accountability for, like, just for instance, like, if I left money, like, on my on my dresser and someone went in here and took my money, even though it's not my fault, I take accountability for it. Like, I mm-hmm. shouldn't have left that there. You know what I mean? Like, it's for the little stupid things that every single day that I just take accountability for. And you know why I do that? And it's because I feel like it gives me complete 100% control of my own life. Mm-hmm. That it, it's the downright, f- like, accountability is a huge thing that really is one of my best things that I've really started to grow with well these past this past you know month couple months um year is just being able to take accountability for everything and anything mm-hmm. so that that's a good one da- other daily rituals I'd say you gotta work out get yourself moving a lot of people get so caught up in um working that when they get off work or they're done with this that they just wanna sit around and chill mm-hmm. Go to the fucking gym. Get your body moving. It feels great. Mm-hmm. And, and now this is another one for me. It's perspective. Perspective, man. And this is something that was I've always had. I don't know why I've had it. Because uh, being in the neighborhood that I'm in, growing up in the like in the area that we did, it's real hard to lose perspective of things, of where you come. Because you just start to think that things are just meant to be this way. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, everyone's just supposed to have a nice car and a nice house and be happy. And like entitlement. There's not kind supposed of. to be ha- like problems or shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and we lose sight of really perspective. You know, I grew like I always just want to be like gangster thug dude back in high school, and I put myself in some weird positions where I saw like another side of life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of just like fuck, man, where we have where we, I come from. Yeah, it might not seem like a lot to people who are living in Newport Beach, but man, I have a fucking beautiful life. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for everything that is here. And then when you put in a more perspective, like, look at kids in, like, Haiti and Africa mm-hmm. who just don't even have the the resources. Like, oh, the our lives countries. are literally the same. We're just lucky to be where we're born. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm so grateful for that. Like, and my perspective is just so switched. Like, how can you not want to do what you want to do? And how can you not be who you want to be? Like, the opportunities and the resources are unlimited here. Mm-hmm. It's not people will say it's the lack. Of, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. It's not the lack of resources. It's the lack of resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. You know, of, of of people. And I think you just need to put that in perspective. Is that there's someone that is dying to live the life that you're living. Mm-hmm. You know, and, of course, and yeah. Who would really go after their dreams and stuff? And that's been something big for me. And you know, another one is your why. Mm-hmm. You gotta know why you why you do what you want to do. Because times are going to get tough. You're going to hit adversity. You're going to hit something a lot bigger than just yourself. So if you don't have something that is bigger than what, than you're just yourself, if you're just doing everything for your own self, mm-hmm. you're going to hit something hard that's going to make you quit because right. it's just going to be bigger than you. So I think having a why, which is for me, it's, it's a lot tied into my family. We just went through some hard times. I put a lot of people in this household through some hard times, and it's just about wanting to give them what they deserve better and stuff like that. So... And think you gotta have a why. You gotta have great perspective. You gotta have gratitude um, to keep you grounded. I think those are the three main things that that I uh, operate the most off of. Speaking of uh, the why, I'm a big fan of Steve Smith. He was a great football player, but now he works on NFL Network, and they did a cool little short thing. 
It was kind of like a. It was branched off from football, but he was talking to some kids like at a random supermarket. And it was like a video that someone videotaped. But he was talking to these young high school football players and saying that your why has to be bigger or greater than your worst day, yeah. because when you like like I said earlier, you're gonna have worst days. You're gonna have really bad days. That kind of things seem like they're spiraling out of effect. But every bad day comes with a good day and sometimes you just gotta sometimes it seems like there's a lot of bad days but you gotta know that the like you have to have your end goal and like you said your why has to be greater than yourself and has to be greater than those worst days yeah Uh, going back to perspective too that was something i had a big moment for me in 2018 because i always grew up in a two-parent household i knew a lot of friends that only had one parent or didn't even know some of their parents and stuff like that whether it's via divorce or just not knowing their father or mother and my parents kind of had a nasty split up in the summer and I, it was just like the hardest it was probably one of the hardest things I ever experienced in my life for those two three months where they were like split up I was living at my grandparents and blah 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 this I was trying to still do my normal like pay bills and all that kind of stuff it was extremely hard for me and it just put into perspective like damn I used to think my life I think my life is hard but there was kids who grew up their whole lives like this yeah. there was kids who had parents divorced at you know eight years old there's kids who had parents from the beginning they never knew their father that's like my dad he never knew his father so i i guess it really put me into perspective like damn like i thought my life was hard and even this hard moment that i'm going through there's so many people that had harder lives and they would kill for kind of my situation scenario because it looks like you said it's all about perspective what you're looking at yeah and those bad times I, I wouldn't change the bad times I've been through for anything, mm-hmm. like literally anything, because it gave me just a whole new perspective of just life, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's crazy. When you're in that moment, it looks like the shittiest thing that could possibly be happening, but then when you look back on it six months from where you are, and you look back from all the learning experiences that you took from that, and that's the important thing, is you have to keep perspective, and then you have to look at the, ex- the learning experience. You have to learn from your failures and from those dark moments of things to be able to you know change your mindset um and just learning like simple as that just getting the learning experiences from that because you don't mm-hmm. want to go into a bad time and put yourself through something and then not take anything from it and then just keep constantly attracting that same experience and i think a lot of people are so focused on like like you ever hear those people with the mentality like shit always just happens to me like mm-hmm. the shittiest things it's like you're literally attracting the shittiest things to come to you because you're mm-hmm. so caught up in living in the past that you just keep reliving it mm-hmm. you need to focus on the future and the things that you want to happen to you because some people are always just like oh man fuck this like you hear these guys at the bars or something like always just talking about their past their past mm-hmm. their past and they can't sit and understand why is this always happening to me? Mm-hmm. Well, dude, you're you're attracting this all to you because you're only living in that time of moment, you know? Mm-hmm. You need to switch your mindset and switch your perspective to view things in a different way so you can actually attract what you want. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing for people too is they, they unconsciously um, attract what they don't want. They're, like, they're not aware of it, but they are attracting it because of the way that they think, the way that they talk, and um, things like that as mm-hmm. well. I had a friend tell me kind of recently that I, le- I tend to let go of a lot of friends that either have done me wrong or people in the past that have either, you know, you know, stolen money from me or kind of just unpaid bets or just different things. They've kind of done me, did me dirty in any type of way. And I, I'm very quick to kind of forget about them, kind of move on from them. Yeah. And I had a friend tell me that's a, that's a bad trait to have, that you can just like lose someone co- so quickly. But I look at it as kind of like I was saying, not to dwell on the past, I guess maybe the way I go about it isn't necessarily healthy, but you can't dwell on the past. I mean, whether it's past relationships, 
past failures in business, past failures in family and relationships like that. Uh, you can't dwell too much on the past. I, I, there's a lot of people who do dwell on the past and they're never ever able to go forward and they have that mindset like, oh shit, like this is like you said, this is happening to me because always bad things happen to me. Yeah. When it's not the case, you're just continuously to looking at those situations and looking at your faults, whether turning a fault into a, a lesson. I think there was another cheesy saying too, like L's, when you take a loss, it stands for lesson. Yeah. Um, because you learn, you know, to use it in sports, usually when you lose to a team, you see a team, like let's say lose to a team in the regular season, when they play each other in the playoffs, sometimes that team that lost wins because they took it as a lesson. Yeah. They know what to expect next time and they adapted for it. And I think that's very adamant in life. You're going to face a lot of trials and successes, uh, trials and losses, and you need to learn from it so that doesn't happen again. Yeah. And then also switching your perspective on no. A lot of people view no as a bad thing when I think it's a great thing. Um, you know, you start your business, you ask people to do the podcast. No, 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 no. All right. For me, asking people, can I earn your business? You know, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. But what if I told you that you were 60 ways of no from making a hundred million dollars? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. Like the Starbucks guy at the beginning of everything, I think he got told no. I think it's like 500 plus times. Like, what if we told him like, hey, you're just going to get told no 501 times and then you're going to get the full funding and you're going to own a multi-billion dollar business. After each no, how do you think his mindset was? Mm-hmm. I'm one no closer. Yeah. I'm one no closer. But we view no as no, 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 you can't do this. You should quit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because this isn't working out for you. When that is not the true essence at all of things, it's you have to keep pushing forward from those no's, from those learn what you're doing wrong, ask for constructive criticism. After each meeting I do, I say, how can I have done this better and what's not working for you? Like, how can I improve, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm better for the next person. And I just know that each no is just putting me closer to that yes that I'm going to be receiving. And it switches my mindset completely about how um, I view what a no is, you know? So that's something that helps me a lot. That was something I struggled too right out of college. I sent out hundreds of applications, probably... I mean, too many to count. And I felt like a lot of the times I was either get an email back, sometimes I get a call back, but usually there almost all the time there was no's and nothing that I really wanted to as far as in the sports career that I wanted to chase or pursue. And that was tough for me to kind of take those no's and still continue to, there was a brief period where I didn't send any, app, any applications for like a good six to seven months. Cause I was just like, you know what? I'm over it. And, but I, during that time, that's kind of when I discovered, Hey, maybe I should start a podcast. Maybe I should continue growing and instead of thinking I can't do this I still need to get to it and thinking I still need to get somewhere so where I can be accepted to do this you know what I mean um, I think changing that mindset is hard for a lot of people because like we said earlier in the podcast a lot of people are scared of rejection yeah it's an egotistical thing I mean even think I'm thinking about like like love life and relationship wise up through high school like I was scared to ask a girl out because I was scared to get rejected I mean now that I've gotten older and kind of had more experiences and stuff like that I mean, the worst thing, uh, whether it's a girl or a job or someone that want you're asking for help, the worst thing they can say is no. And it's yeah. not once you kind of learn that the no doesn't really damage you, no, like in a spiritual way. I think you you know it's easier to move on from a no. Yeah, I agree. And another thing it ties into is we got to build consistency, and it's hard. It's really really hard. And I ask myself is how why can't I be consistent with what I am consciously knowing that I need to do you know um, every single day 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know the answer to that. Is why can't I be consistent with doing the things that I need to know that I know I need to do every single day? Um, but what I wanted to ask you is, what are some of your goals for this next year, Noah? For 2019, as far as the podcast, I really want to venture out. I'm glad we recorded this, and I just really want to venture out and do different topics because I'm a person who knows a lot about sports, but I do know a lot about music. I feel like I know a lot about movies and and books and just kind of helping people reach their goals and I work with kids so I want to get you know different perspectives on the show as far as you know working with kids or you know school systems and just get into different debates as far as career wise I definitely want to take that next leap I mean this past semester was a really good learning experience I had two really good mentors in my internship at Fullerton College and we're going to continue to do that in the spring and so hopefully at the end of the spring semester I kind of you know after the baseball season wraps up I can just, in the summer, kind of go back into full force, have a, a new demo and have a new resume and have a new thing to send out to asp- uh, aspiration jobs and stuff like that um, and employers and whatnot in the industry that I'm pursuing. And hopefully by the end of 2019, I, I would like to kind of move out. I know being a broadcaster, a lot of times you got to st- start in small markets. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've always been told. And I've always kind of put in my mind like, hey, I'm, I'm willing to move to whether it's Iowa or Montana, wherever I have to move, hopefully, you know, by the end of 2019, I can put that into action, whether it's, you know, doing news, even if it's something I was so stuck on maybe doing sports, 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 and that's why I want to venture out on the podcast, but I'm vent- I'm open to doing, you know, if I, they wanted me to be a news reporter on TV or on radio or et cetera, et cetera, so being more open, applying to jobs out of state, and hopefully land a job out of state in 2019, yeah. that's probably my end goal, and just kind of have a, a new resume and a new demo recording, to, uh, do demo tape to kind of send out to people and kind of be just one step, like you said, kind of snowball effect, but be one step ahead of what it was this year. Cause this year was a lot of growth and getting into position for me too. Yeah. And then next year, I just really want to get that ball rolling and snowballing. Great through here next year, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show again, yeah. Michael. It was a pleasure to have you and shoot. We got to do this again sometime. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. So. Hope y'all enjoyed the conversation that I had with Michael Harlan. Again, I'm Noah Alvarez, and you are tuning in to the Podfathers podcast. As always, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and we'd really appreciate it if you guys could like, share, follow us, subscribe, subscribe, and leave us a review. Show us to your friends. You know, we're trying to expand here at the Podfathers podcast the best way we can. Again, a big shout out to the Pulse Podcast Network for putting us on on their website. So we have another listening platform that you guys can check out over there on the PulsePodcastNetwork.com. It's been a lot of fun here. 2019 is off to a great start. And I hope hearing this conversation with Michael Harlan helps you kind of get your 2019 and then get the ball rolling. Whatever it is you aspire in your career, I hope that this conversation helps. And you can always come back to this conversation as it's always up now on either of the platforms wherever you listen to this podcast i hope you guys enjoy that conversation and again i'm noah alvarez until next time i'm signing out